Hey everybody, do you guys enjoy what I do here on the podcast and do you enjoy listening and watching to what I do on YouTube as well? Maybe you're trying to think of a way to help support these projects and, and the content that I release. Well, I'm going to give you one idea to think about and that is Patreon. I'm not sure if you realize it, but Midgard Musings is available to become a patron uh, to on Patreon. So go to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and you can help support what I do here on the podcast and across my other social media platforms for just as little as a dollar a month if you so choose, right? So if everybody who's listening and watching what I do pledge just $1 a month, that would help tremendously. There are other tier levels of support that you can choose on Patreon. So head over to patreon.com slash Midgard Musings and see what fits you over there. As always, thank you so much for your support. Let's get back to the podcast. All right, everybody. Hail and welcome back to another random even ramblings episode number seven here on midgard musings podcast and uh it's me jesse and i'm back back alive back at it again as they say back at it again with the white vans only not have no vans up in this up in this van so um been an interesting week um last podcast came out on the 21st today is the 26th uh, so it's, you know, it's been a full week and uh, what a week it has been. Um, so we'll get into that. You know, just wanted to say hey to everybody. Um, thanks for listening. Some interesting uh, analytics that I saw on the um, anchor.fm platform. So if you guys are, you know, listening on your respective, you know, podcast listening uh, devices, platforms, what have you. Um, the Anchor FM or Anchor.fm platform is where you can go to send me a voice message, um, provide some listener support monetarily, should you so choose. But um, the interesting thing for as far as like the analytics go, and I'm an, I like to see that you know it's it's just kind of a fun uh, thing for me to see is that uh, I remember you know kicking this podcast back off, and I was really really intrigued to see how much of the listenership or audience came from uh, Australia, according to Spotify. Now, <clears throat> Anchor, um, the, the the platform that I put this podcast out on, and then from there, Anchor puts it out on all the various, you know, uh, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and a bunch of others. Um, I, they, they, they kind of uh, mirror what each other say, right? So Spotify gives you this, like, cool year in review about things for artists you know um, and, and people that do podcasts like myself uh, Australia was one of the higher streams stre streaming sites uh, people in Australia that listen to my content was up around the 550 some odd percent increase uh, in 2020 and um Aside from, you know, my audience in the United States where I'm based out of, um, they were number two. So you guys in, in Australia, uh, number two. 
And interestingly, today, as I sign in and get ready for this podcast, uh, I noticed that um, Canada has taken that spot, at least for the time being. So we've got, I think it's uh, U.S. number one, maybe. It, so it's a tie. It's kind of a tie between the U.K. and Canada. Um, so the U.K. and Canada are in second place, and then Australia um, comes in third. So, you know, I thought that was kind of interesting, you know, being like the, again, like the analytical type of uh, approach that I take just seeing the numbers. So, you guys down in Australia, you know, guys and gals, step up your game <laughs> if you want to stay on top. Keep those streams going through. Now, I did notice um, that it's, you know, around the holidays and, and around this time of year, maybe people aren't on their devices that much. There's some other things going on um, here in the last day or two at least locally, which I'm going to be talking about throughout this podcast that um, are uh, probably causing the numbers to be a bit lower. You know, I usually see in the hundreds of um, audience numbers, you know what I mean? Uh, This week has been lower than that. Um, But of course, with the holidays and, and, and everything else, I'm sure people aren't quite so stuck on their devices traveling maybe as much. Maybe they're staying home for the holidays. Um, or what have you. But um, anyway, still appreciate all the support. But don't forget to check out everything else that I do, um, mainly the YouTube channel. We are right on the cusp, as I like to say, right on the edge, on the precipice of 3,500 subscribers um, on the YouTube channel. So if you guys don't mind and you haven't yet, please head over to YouTube and subscribe to Midgard Musings. You know, just go to over to YouTube there, search for Midgard Musings in your YouTube search, and uh, there it be. So it's youtube.com slash Midgard Musings if you need the full you know, URL, but all you need to do is just open up your YouTube app and you'll find me there. Also, don't forget to follow me on Twitter, as well as like the Facebook page. And um, that's pretty much it. You know, I do have an Instagram, although I don't post to it, and... I say it pretty much every episode, you know, not sure when that'll ever kick back off or if I'll ever have content that uh, goes up on on Instagram. But those top three, YouTube, Twitter and Facebook, you know, give me your support over there. It costs you nothing. It is absolutely free. Um, I think right now the uh, Facebook page is sitting comfy at... 4,481 likes with uh, almost 4,900 followers. You know, so I've always wanted to have the YouTube channel and the, uh, the Facebook page kind of go, you know, hand in hand. There's about a thousand uh, follower difference, so at least a thousand people on, on Facebook aren't subscribed uh, to my YouTube channel, at least according to the numbers. But is what it is. Um, hope you guys are having a great and safe and happy um, holiday season. You know, however it is, a lot of, of pagans this time of year are into the uh, Yuletide celebrations. You know what I mean? Um, there's a lot of stuff around this time of year for not just Germanic pagans, but for you know all different types of pagans. That um, you know, it's kind of cl- closing the end of of our calendar year. Um, it's probably about you know midwinter for for many of us at least in the northern hemisphere for all you australian folks you guys are 
our uh, on your solstice, summer time of the year sort of thing. Um, but anyways, you know, for for those that are uh, observing their Yuletide celebrations this time of year, I hope and uh, you know sincerely hope that your hearth fires have been burning warm and bright, and that you've been able to uh, share some uh, joyous times with your kin and with your kith, those that are your extended family members. Um, of course, for me and my tribe, we will be doing our Yule uh, uh, kind of in a more historical approach or fashion towards the end of January or at the end of January. Um, so if you guys are interested and you are looking for more information about that, um, there is plenty of information out there. If you, um, you know, uh, one of the more, I guess, historically focused websites that you want to go to um, might be dot com i believe it is um which altsidu is um if you guys have never heard me mention it it is uh old ways you know what i mean it's um and it's and it's and it's a very it's it's a it's a, a website if i can just get it out it's a website uh blog site what have you that um robert sass um he's a, he's a pretty knowledgeable fella in heathen community and he's he's uh, a saxon heathen um still germanic heathen um but but follows more of the old saxon historically based heathen holy tides and, and things like that you know all the rituals and stuff that go with it um very informative so check him out altsidu.com that's a-l-d-s-i-d-u and he's also on youtube um Wherever you may be listening, uh, the title or description area of this podcast, um, I'll try to remember to leave some links up there so you may, you know, open up your streaming app, uh, podcast app, and, and check it out up there. Um, but yeah, um, so anyway, uh, our tribe is, is, is focused more on a uh, historical time frame of the, of the Yuletide celebration. So we do our Yule, at least we have in the last couple of years, towards the... Um, the, the the month the the Yulamunder right so the, uh, the 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 full moon after the the new moon so uh, it, it's it's there's there's a lot of information that if I wanted to I could make a whole podcast just on that and I actually have made some podcasts about historically you know uh, focused holy tides um, in Germanic heathenry so you can go back in my uh, Eden podcast catalog here and, and, and check all that stuff out. Um, but man, what a crazy year. You know what I mean? Like here we are, it's December 26th, five days away from the conclusion of 2020. And I just want to say that for everybody here who's listening to this podcast, you know, this is the last podcast of of uh I, I think it will be actually no there will be one more there should be one more podcast of 2020 probably on on monday but i mean we're we're winding it down you know what i mean like we're winding it down we're getting close uh to wrapping it up um but just in case i don't do another one between now and next you know thursday um we made it we're here um but man oh man has it been just a crazy kind of off-the-wall bananas event. Um, even yesterday, here in um, in and around the Nashville 
Tennessee area. You know, I like to keep these random podcasts, uh, random heathen ramblings. You know what I mean? And it's very random. And this, what I'm about to, to share with you folks, um, has got to be the most um, somber um, and I guess you could say, you know, uh, just thought provoking uh, thing that, that I've shared on this podcast. I'm going to be sharing with you guys an audio clip of something that happened here in Nashville, Tennessee. And I, and I live about 40 miles, 35, 40 miles away from downtown Nashville. But what you're about to listen to took place in downtown Nashville. And um, it, uh, it was a bombing. I hate to even say that word. And fortunately, um, the, the uh, attack was towards, as I see it, uh, focused on in an attack on infrastructure instead of human lives. You know, so fortunately, there have not, there has not been a uh, severe loss of human life. As a matter of fact, um, when I come back after you guys listen to this, I'm pretty sure that there have not been any casualties or fatalities. There have been some minor injuries due to this, but um, it's 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 pretty. Uh, I, I keep going back to the word. It's it's somber. What I mean, when you listen to what I'm about to have you listen to, and just to you know give you guys a heads up, it is uh, a sound of an explosion. Um, so for those that maybe are a bit sensitive to that sort of thing, um, the audio clip itself is about a minute twenty seconds long. Um, so when we when, when we transition and go into this audio clip, if that's something that is going to make you uncomfortable. And uh, or could trigger some, you know, uh, any sort of like, you know, uh, anxiety or panic attacks or anything like that, please just skip it. Um, just, you know, from from the transition uh, thing that you hear um, after I go away and you, and you hear that transition sound, it'll be a sound. And then after that, if you want to just skip a minute and 25, 30 seconds past um, and get back to the podcast, then by all means do so. So let's just take a listen to this um, and come back and talk about it because, again, this happened 35, 40 miles away uh, from where I live. And it has affected lives of thousands of people, not just in the area of Tennessee where I live, but in the region of the country, neighboring states, so on and so forth. So. Um, let's go ahead and take a listen and come back and discuss it.
so hey guys welcome back um so there it is um i trimmed it down to just under a minute because the remaining 20 seconds or so was just radio silence there was nothing there um but that was audio pulled from video footage captured mere seconds before a car bomb uh, turned out it was going to be an RV or it turned out to be an RV bomb, right? So uh, some sort of RV had inside it pretty large explosives. Um, as they call it, uh, it, was, it was a pretty heavy payday or pretty, pretty big payday uh, worth of explosives that um, detonated this uh, yesterday morning, December 25th um, in downtown Nashville early in the morning. Now, it may have been hard for you to hear or get that, but the beginning of the audio clip, like the first 15, 20 seconds or so you could hear was a recording of a voice saying, if you can hear this message, evacuate now. Okay. Now I'm going to give you a little bit of background about this, but basically if you were to go and research online, a uh, you know anything Nashville Christmas Day 2020 bombing whatever you're gonna see all kinds of news articles and stuff about this so I'm not gonna bore you with all the details that you can read about um, online about this but essentially um, what you're gonna hear about and what you're gonna read about in some of these articles is that before this vehicle exploded um, there were reports, 911 calls, of shots fired in the area. Um, and what it is believed to have caused is law enforcement first responder uh, response to areas that heard this recording in, in order to wake people up because it happened at like 6.30 in the morning on Christmas Day. You know, so most people in the area were were either asleep um, or, or you know what I mean, like they were. It was their day off. Now, the the gunshots, the reports of gunshots, you know, being fired. Some people are saying that there were no actual gunshots, um, that it was part of the recording to initiate the law enforcement response to the area to wake people up, knock on doors, get people out of there, to remove people from. The scene of of harm, you know, to get people as far away from the area because the the the, the bomb was targeted to attack infrastructure. Um, the location uh, in Nashville where this bomb went off was right next to the uh, AT&T building on Second Avenue, which is a data hub. So. Uh, most of the locals and, and, and people will refer to that building as the Batman building because of its uh, aesthetic. It kind of looks like, you know, the Batman cowl that he wears. Um, but so what this what this bomb did, um, which, by the way, as I mentioned earlier, before we heard it, uh, before we heard it and listened to it, um, to my knowledge, there are no fatalities if there were there were it's minimal the last i had heard um was that there were three minor injuries uh sustained from 
people were talking, you know, some scratches, um, some bumps and bruises, things like that. Nothing that, you know, um, caused a massive loss of life or, or, or damage to, to human life or anything like that. Um, but there, as the result of this um, explosion, internet, data, and for a time being yesterday during Christmas Day, okay, 911 emergency lines were down. And at the time of this podcast we're going out, um, AT&T services for, you know, cell phones, for conducting business, for, you know, credit card transactions, debit card transactions, a lot of ATM machines, um, air traffic. The FAA has has grounded uh, pretty much all flights coming in and going out of, of BNA, the international airport in Nashville. All of those things are done out not even working you can't make a phone call you can't receive a text you couldn't you know for for the majority of yesterday you couldn't even dial 911 so and i still don't have phone service i have my internet service provider allows for wi-fi calling so as long as i'm connected to my wi-fi which is not provided by at&t um i'm good um, but if I get out of the house and if I ride around town, you know, my wife and I were, we went to go grab a bite to eat today and drove around a little bit, had absolutely no cell phone service. Can't make or receive calls, texts, uh, data, nothing like that. It's pretty, pretty wild, you know? Um, and this is affecting not just people in the Nashville, Tennessee area, surrounding counties, surrounding states, people in Kentucky, Georgia. Alabama have been affected by this. Matter of fact, I heard reports that when the bomb went off in Nashville um, Friday morning, that people down here in Murfreesboro, which is, like I said, about 40 miles away, even heard or felt it rather. There, that there was uh, the reverberation or whatever of this explosion was felt to some degree uh, this far away. Now, I, I didn't feel it. And had I been awake at that that early in the morning, I might have, but I didn't, and um, woke up to to hear about it, you know. Um, and then, you know, it's it's affecting people's work, it's affecting people's lives, and it's really interesting and kind of um, alarming, to say the very least, because I, you know, my personal feelings about that whole thing was that it was a very you know meticulous and carefully executed plan and attack this was most definitely an attack it was not an attack on human lives it was an attack on infrastructure and the attack was executed seamlessly and resulted in what it was meant to do you know um and it makes you think you know, like just how easy something like this can be to on, on a small scale. You know, we're talking, you know, a data center, a data hub that controls so much of thousands upon thousands, if not millions of people's everyday lives. You know, air traffic, business transactions, phone calls, Internet service, everybody. You're, you guys are listening to this right now on your so it's going to be really interesting to see how far this thing goes, you know, 
um, and is reached this week because of that. But um, scary stuff. It's and it's 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 sobering. It's uh, somber. So please, you know, whatever you guys need to do out there, just uh, we talked. I mentioned earlier just how crazy 2020 has been, and and here we are, you know, on the cusp of finishing 2020, and, and it's it's not letting up. It's not letting up. It's it's not releasing its death grip um, on on things. So, like when I say like, yeah, you know, hey, guys, be careful out there. Be safe. You know, uh, love. You know, love your family and, and tell your family that you love them, and and, and don't hesitate in, in talking to them. I gotta, you know, take take that into my my own consideration because I have my own family. You know, twelve hundred miles away or whatever in New York, who. Um, I need to talk to and, and keep communication with open more so than I than I normally do and that I have you know that I do on average. And now here, even if I wanted to, you know, call them. Thankfully, I've got the Wi-Fi thing. But I, you know, if I'm you know out and about and I, you know, something were to happen, I can't get a phone call, and it's 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 pretty wild. Like it, you know, it, it puts a lot of things into into perspective. Um, uh, I don't know, just. Wherever you are and whatever you're doing, um, just stay safe. Um, fortunately, with you know what I do for work, um, like I said, my, my internet service provider was not affected by this, so I'm still able to maintain communication and connection with you know what I need to do for work and, and my business. But a lot of people can't. You know, I had to I had to help out and cover things on on my day off for people who couldn't. You know, log in to do things themselves and work themselves because they're there. They have no internet. So, I uh, it's 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 sobering. That's all I can say. So anyway, that's a pretty that's a pretty uh, random thing on the more you know somber side. Um, but what else is really going on? You know, aside from that, you know, I did get to spend some. Uh, family time and, and exchange gifts with my my wife's mother and father and of course her uh, side of the family uh, that live here in Tennessee. Uh, we usually have this you know family get together on uh, you know on Christmas holiday and have a meal and exchange gifts or whatever. So that was nice. You know that was nice even though it's you know we don't bring religion or whatever into it and I don't bring it either. So we're all just there enjoying each other's company. Know, having some good home cooked food, um, doing what we can for each other to try and, I guess, bring each other's spirits up. I got this this, this really awesome gift from my father in law, which I've shared on my uh, Facebook page, Twitter, and YouTube community page. Um, my my father in law does these really neat um, things, which with uh, wooden matches, um, and. So he, what he did is, you know, what, or what he'll do is he'll he'll burn the ends of the matches and, and you know secure them together, glue them together. But you can see on any of those social media that I just mentioned, you go any one of them, you'll see what I'm talking about. But what he did, what he did was he made two plaques that I'm going to be hanging uh, on the wall in my office. One is my name in, like I said, burnt uh, wooden matches. So he, he spelled my name on one plaque, and then he um, made the Midgard Musings Vine Room on the other. And, and the really you know cool thing about it is 
you know, my wife was involved in this, no doubt, because my, my father-in-law is not uh, a heathen and, and doesn't, you know, follow what I do or, or get any sort of, um, you know, value out of any of that. It's not his thing. He doesn't, he, all he knows is like, you know, well, Vanessa said that this is what you would like and, and he made it with his own hands. You know what I mean? Like he took the time to do this and uh, it brought me to tears. You know, it really did. It brought me to tears when I received it um, because of the, you know, the the work that goes into handcrafted things. And it doesn't have to be, you know, exceptionally, you know, like professional or whatever. Like you can tell, like this is this is a this is a handcrafted thing that you can't buy something like this in stores. This wasn't made by a machine with perfect angles and perfect edges and perfect this. There are beautiful imperfections about this, and that's what really stands out to me about handcrafted and handmade things, is that the, the imperfections, the slight minor imperfections of things that, that you notice, that you see, make it so beautiful and so unique. And that's what really stands out, you know? Plus, again, like, he doesn't understand, like, he doesn't know, even know what the symbol means or what the bind rune thing of that is. Like, there's no, he has no vested interest in that, but he did it out of the generosity and kindness of his heart, knowing that I would like it. And I tell you, if if we could all just learn from that, you know what I mean? It doesn't have to be that you spend, you know, hundreds of dollars or your last paycheck or, or anything like that on, on a gift for somebody. You can make something. If it's a hand-carved thing, if it's a paper cutout of something, if it's a, if it's a drawing, if it's a handwritten letter, I mean, think of it that way, you know, like how many of us these days, you know, myself included, um, write letters to our loved ones, right? I don't do it as much as I should, um, but even like handwritten notes to our you know, significant others, whether they be our wives, uh, husbands, boyfriends, girlfriends, spouses, um, lovers, um, however, you know, that sort of thing, like a, a handwritten love note you know what i mean like we've got this whole social media crap out now right well we just post it on your timeline or post it on your wall or tweet it to me or or, or dm me or whatever and it's like that's that's convenient that's all well and good but i mean it goes away it's it's on a server somewhere and it, it, there's no real t personal touch to it you know what about a handwritten note handwritten letter does it have to be elaborate doesn't have to be a long dissertation about things you know what i mean it can be just a simple good morning, you know, good afternoon, uh, whatever the time of day is, hello, whatever, you know, just hello, I love you, been thinking about you, want you to know, you, you know, whatever, just something from the heart. It could be a few sentences, a small paragraph, whatever you're moved to want to say, you know, like something like that. And the reason why it's so beautiful and so valuable, I think, is because it takes time to do it. It takes more time and more effort to grab a pen, grab a piece of paper, you know, write a letter than it does to send a quick message or type it out or post it on, uh, post it online. Because let's face it, what you do online is seen by hundreds of people or dozens of people or however many people that you have. It's seen by others. So really and truly, there there's something in it for you, right? Because you're going to get the reacts. You're going to get the comments. Oh, that's so precious. Oh, you guys are so cute. Oh, that's great. Wow, you're awesome. La, 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 la. Right. There's some satisfaction in it. For you. When you write a note and you stick it in an envelope and you put it on the dining room table or when you stick it 
under that person's pillow um, or on their nightstand or on the sink so that when they get up and brush their teeth or wash their face or do it, you know, their morning routine, that's the first thing they see. Or you put it, you know, at, on the coffee pot um, or, or something. You put it somewhere for them to see. Like that's, that, that, that's something special. That's something different. And that's why this handmade gift of mine, these plaques that my father-in-law, you know, made, that's what makes them just so incredible and priceless you mean you know what i mean like there there's no price tag that i could put on these sort of things so i hope that that um is something that you guys can help you know take away from uh, on this podcast too and we're talking about you know our loved ones and the value of things and the value of life you know what we have with people write a letter send a freaking letter in the mail slap a stamp on it and send it off you know and then they get it in a few days or they you know, like I still get excited about receiving letters in the mail or which I don't really, but, you know, uh, cards in the mail, you know, birthday cards and things like that. Like I still get a kick out of that. That still makes my day and it makes a lot of people's day. And I think it brings a lot of joy and happiness to people. So if we can do that to the folks that are, you know, meaning something to us and, and close to, to each other in our lives and man, like, why wouldn't we do that? And it's hard sometimes like don't don't get me wrong like it's hard to put ourselves out of the equation sometimes i'm 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 as guilty of it as as anybody you know well i want to do this you know i want to get this extravagant gift i want to spend this amount of money i want to be able to take this person here and do these sort of things and you have these you know great big visions of things that you want to do with your loved ones and then you're like well one day that'll happen I'll be able to do this one day and guess what one day one day never comes does it one day is not a day of the week but you know what is today today if you haven't done something if you haven't written that note if you haven't called that person if you can if you haven't you know I'm not talking about posting it on their social media or sending them an email. I'm talking about sitting down with a pen and paper. Everybody's got something like that. Everybody's got a pen and paper and writing a note to somebody, writing a handwritten letter to somebody. Have you done that today? Has that I'm going to do it. Uh, you know, and and I'm going to put that on myself to today. Doesn't whether whether whatever day it is for you that that you're listening today. What have you done? For that loved one today that lets them know that you took the time to do that and brings it all back into perspective, right? That's what this whole bombing thing brought into into my eyes, you know? It brings everything back into perspective. What's really important? Those that are nearest and dearest to us. You know, I've talked about it plenty of times in my videos, uh, even on this podcast about the value of tribe is and what tribe really means and that's our nearest and dearest the ones that we share frith with those that who we are uh, mutually obligated to and who feel the same way about us and whatnot you know it's it's more than just a, a, a quick um, message on their timeline or, or, or message whatever it's it's more than that it's spending time when you can and, and giving them those things that really show what their worth is to you what they what their value is to you i should say 
And then by doing that, you boost your worth to them, you know. And then again, it's 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 minor stuff, or, or it may seem like small things, but man, I think the, the, the small things really do matter more than we give credit to, you know. So I want you all to think about that. I've got a few things for you guys to listen to before we get into our random stanza from the Hovamall discussion for the remaining uh, time on this podcast. So do what you got to do. You know, get up, stretch, grab a drink, um, <laughs> whatever it is that you need to do to make it through the last half of this podcast and um, listen to a few words from myself about some, some really cool things that you should be out there supporting. So. Thank you, guys. We'll talk again soon. Stick around. Be right back. Unique, one-of-a-kind, silver, pagan, heathen, and occult designs only at Maccabay. There are various Mjolnirs listed on two different Etsy shops. I'll be providing those links for you here in just a moment. And they also do custom work. And like I said, they have various pagan, occult, and other heathen-inspired religious jewelry designs. Um, and specific custom work uh, requests are welcome. You can follow Maccabay on Instagram, which is at Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K. A-B-E-T Designs, or on Facebook at Maccabay. Now, to find them on Etsy, you'll go to etsy.com slash shop slash Maccabay Designs. That's M-A-K-A-B-E-T Designs uh, for all the socially acceptable designs. And then for more of the fun occult and adult type designs, you can go to etsy.com slash shop slash Macabre Hammer. That's M-A-C-A-B-R-E Hammer. Check them out today and let us know what you think. Hey everybody, did you know that Midgard Musings has apparel for both men and women and even children? Children and infants. Not gonna lie, it's pretty cool. Uh, Midgard Musings apparel is available on Teespring. Teespring offers awesome quality uh, merchandise. I own one myself. I actually bought my own merchandise. You got t-shirts, you've got hoodies, um, you know, bathing suits, uh, and all other kinds of things too, not just apparel. Um, Cell phone cases, tote bags, masks, right, because of this whole pandemic thing. So you go and search for Midgard Musings Teespring in your web browser, you will find a link to the Midgard Musings store. Pay attention now because the URL is a bit wacky. It is midgard-musings-store.myteespring.co. All right, but it's easier for you to just go to Google and search for Midgard Musings Teespring Apparel. Um, take a look and see what you got. Like I said, we've got sweatshirts t-shirts tank tops hoodies phone cases tote bags onesies for infants coffee mugs um all kinds of neat stuff so head on over to teespring find your midgard musings apparel over there it does help support the channel monetarily so take a look and see if there's anything over there that you like we've got all kinds of sizes and colors for men women children and even infants so the holidays are coming up and these make 
great gifts for your loved ones. So go ahead and check out Big Garden Musings Apparel on Teespring and let us know what you think. Thanks. All right. Hail and welcome back, everybody. Thanks for staking around. Hope you are all doing well and have checked out everything that I have asked you to thus far, along with uh, some information about um, how you can support some other heathen artisans, maybe um, find some things that accentuate your altar space or gifts for others and all that kind of stuff. So definitely please take some time, check it all out and see what fits you there. Um, really timely. <laughs> Just it's, it's really neat how sometimes these things you know, happen uh, with these stanzas uh, from the Havamal because I, I, I flip through the Havamal and I just, you know, find a random one and, and there we go. Um, today's stanza is going to be stanza 52 from the Havamal. And like I said before, I think it's really timely. Um, so if you're not familiar and if this is your first episode listening, I usually will read several different translations of the uh, Hovamal, uh, whatever stanza that has been selected randomly, uh, just to kind of get a nice rounded understanding and context to, to what's being said. So stanza 52, um, I'm going to read first from the Hollander translation of the Hovamal. It says, not great things need give to a man, bright and thanks, oft a little thing. With half a loaf and a half-drained cup, I won me oft-worthy friend. So for some that are maybe a little uh, not the greatest at understanding the, the, the cadence or the, or the, or the poetry structure uh, that comes across from the Hollander translation, uh, we'll read from a few different ones. Um, uh, the Thorpe translation, Benjamin Thorpe, something great is not always to be given. Praise is often for a trifle bought with half a loaf and a filled uh, or a, with a tilted vessel, I got myself a comrade. Um, Auden and Taylor says a kind word needs not cost, a kind word need not cost much. The price of praise can be cheap. With half a loaf and an empty cup, I found myself a friend. Uh, I also like the Bellows translation, which says, No great thing needs a man to give. Oft little will purchase praise. With half a loaf and a half-filled cup, a friend full fast I made. Uh, and then usually we'll wrap it up or, or give you guys um, a, the, the, the Wanderers have them all, as translated by Jackson Crawford. Uh, and his uh, the, the stanza in his translation reads, you should not give only big gifts. Often a little thing will win you favor. I have won friends with just half a loaf of bread and a bowl of soup. So I think we can all get the context behind this. And like I said before, uh, the timeliness of it, the timing of things, like how it how it fits so well with this uh, with this podcast. You know, there's a lesson here that supports what I was saying earlier right um we try to impress people and give big gifts to win favor or or you know we we think that that's what it has to be you know 
oh, we have to buy the biggest and best thing, the most expensive this, the most expensive that, the most exact, you know, exuberant trip to somewhere or another, you know. Um, it's it's a natural thing, I think, for us to try to impress or buy our favor with uh, with those who we love, right? We think that there's more value placed on those sort of things to the recipients. Um, when really and truly all often or all too often it's very little that's needed to give that you know sort of assurance um like i said before even if it's just a handwritten note a handwritten letter and i'm gonna you know go on record as saying that my wife has given me that sort of lesson and has has really tried to drive that home for me and i don't always listen to it i don't always pay attention because um you know you would think for something so simple that you could just walk away and be like okay yep that's simple but it doesn't always come across that way, you know. For a lot of us, receiving gifts, me, you know, it might be difficult to receive things. You know, a lot of people may feel uncomfortable receiving a gift, but understand and know the intent behind it um, is not always to just try and buy affection or buy praise. For some, for some, I, I'm not going to say for all, but for some, that may be the case, and that's another, you know, that's another story for another day or, or for another analysis for another time. But the intent behind the gift, it doesn't, and it shouldn't always be, um, uh, it doesn't always have to be the biggest and greatest thing in your mind for it to be the most valuable to the person receiving it. Because again, with such a small thing as a loaf of bread and a bowl of soup or, or, or a handwritten note, you can, you can change the, the final lines of the stanza to me, uh, or, 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 you know, to, to, to be something of uh, seemingly smaller significance but because of the gesture you know you don't always have to give large gifts small things will often suffice and it and it goes in line with you know a lot of other things that that the the Havamal and uh, kind of the cultural approach um, to heathenry goes in, in line with it's you know it's better to give little than to not gift at all and it's better to gift little than to gift too great because again the gifting cycle is it's constantly going on and on and on. You know, if one gives too much and then one has to then match it or meet it to make sure that those scales remain in balance, um, other issues can arise and other things can happen that, um, you know, may bring in some, uh, I don't want to say like negativity or whatever, but it, it, it could raise some challenges. And, uh, you know, you don't want to necessarily do that. So with all that being said, um, I think it's really, and I, I, I'm anxious to always hear, you know, I, I say, guys, what do you think? You know, knowing that I'll, you know, whether I get a response, whether I get one of these voice messages, you know, again, it's anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings. The, the, the app is free on your phones. You can find me on the app. I know, I think it was maybe last week or the week before I was having some issues that a buddy of mine, actually met Gothi, uh, said, hey, man, you know, people are searching. When I search for you on Anchor, not finding you. Uh, so I had to get in touch with Anchor support. So hopefully that's been fixed now. I did test it out to see. But if you were trying to find me on the podcast and you couldn't, and that's maybe the reason why you haven't sent me any voice messages, go ahead and try it now. Download the Anchor app, anchor.fm slash Midgard Music. But if you download the Anchor app on your smartphone and search for Midgard Musings, you'll find me there. And then you can 
you know, offer your listener support monetarily if you so choose. You can see all the other ways that you can support Midgard Musings through my social media, Teespring, um, uh, PayPal donations, buy me a coffee through Ko-Fi. It's all different kinds of stuff up there. Plus, you also can send me that voice message, right? Um, and so I would love to hear from you. I would love to hear your feedback on, on some of these things. So wherever you find this podcast, if you go to anchor.fm slash Midgard Musings in your, in your laptop, web browser, whatever, you can you can do it there. Or you can just download the Anchor app on your smartphone and find me on Anchor and then send me that voice message and I'll include it in a future podcast episode. You know, like I've said before many times, I'd love to to have not just, you know, myself here talking, but hear from you guys and gals out there in, uh, in all the world that are listening um, and include your feedback and then uh, use that as, as, as content or subject matter for, for the episode. And then um, also get some guests on here. I know with this internet issue and, and getting people on uh, to do certain things might be a bit challenging, but so hopefully things will get back to <laughs> saying this all year, right? Hopefully things will get back to normal. Um, but whatever normal is, is remains to be seen. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, so I hope you guys enjoyed today's episode and I hope you enjoyed the stanza reading i know it started off on kind of a dark note um with the whole you know nashville bombing thing but you know like i said trying to find the positivity where you can with a lot of this stuff you know uh no loss of life at least not that i'm aware of and if there were uh any injuries they, they seem to be pretty minimal um and, and and superficial type of thing so that's a positive to take away from it it puts things in perspective really does you know so anyway i think that just about wraps it up for this uh podcast i don't really have a whole lot else to do hopefully i will be able to get another one out here for you all before the end of the year you know so um i am off from work through the 28th returning to work on the 29th so i will see what i've got going on in my schedule i never know sometimes um but if i am if i am able to put one out on the 28th i will um maybe it'll be a new year's eve thing i'm not really 100 percent sure i may actually be trying to do a bit of live streaming um on youtube i haven't done that in a while either so check all my stuff out on social media follow me on twitter subscribe to my channel on youtube like the Facebook page. You guys and gals know the drill, and I definitely appreciate all of the support that you continuously provide here on the podcast and elsewhere. So thank you all again so much. Stay safe out there. Hail, and may your hearth fires continue to burn bright.